Come on, let's go. Hurry up. I was grabbing a beer. Welcome to Port Talk Podcast. If you're trying to figure out your life, maybe going through a quarter-life crisis, maybe we are too. We're not really sure, but we'll get through it together. I'm Eric. Ezra, Brockwood Elementary, class of 06, valedictorian. Morgan, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cat mom. Welcome back. Morgan wasn't here last week. Somehow you left your laptop at the airport? Yes. Okay, so you know where you have to go through security and put like your laptop in a separate bin and then mm-hmm. the rest of your yeah, okay. So I did that and then all of a sudden like I go through the little body scanner and then I see half of my stuff like my book bag and my carry-on going to the security side. So I was sweating because I was like, oh my God, what do I have in there? And it turned out nothing, but I was so relieved from that. And I was also a little lit because also I have to go to the airport a little lit because I'm so scared of flying. But yeah, I was so relieved that I didn't have anything illegal in my bags. Totally forgot about my laptop. So then you just left it there and then you finally got it back today. Yeah, like I didn't even realize it that night. The next day, I realized it two days later when I went to look at my book bag. I didn't find my laptop and I was like, oh, my gosh, the maids definitely (laughs) stole my laptop. (laughs) But then I, I thought about it before I, you know, accused anybody. And I was like, let me check, find my. And yeah, it was at the airport. I was like, thank God. That's crazy. It just didn't get stolen. Yeah, no. Usually none of my shit gets stolen. I lose everything all the time. Yeah. Um, no pre-first topics today. So I think we're going to get right into our first topic. I could have sworn we had talked about this before, but I did a little research and it does not look like we ever talked about this. Where did you guys learn what love looks like? Was it from your parents? grandparents friends or was it more of a trial and error kind of thing Mm, that's good that's a good question for me personally i've got older parents my parents are the age of most people's grandparents older than some's grandparents dad's 78 my mom's going on 71 so lying to say she's 50 but that's neither here nor there um so i say that to say i've got like old school southern parents Love wasn't like a, I tell you I love you or we're like hugging in intimate in a fam- familiar way like that. It was more of a I provide for you. You're taken care of. I love you. Duh. Um, so I learned I saw that from my parents and I think I had a base level of taking care of somebody shows them you love them. But I don't think it was until I was older and got like around my godparents more in an adult setting that I saw that there were different ways to love, especially when it comes to like family and then significant otherwise. Yeah, I had to learn that on my own, really, because like the dog ass niggas I was around at the time, they was not good individuals to learn love. And then, like I said, my parents aren't like lovey dovey. So it was more trial and error over Yeah, I was going to say, I've definitely had some bad experiences with love and like watching love. But what I've really come to realize is that people who actually love each other, love each other in so many different ways that I feel like 
whatever you find out works for you is what works for you. I personally haven't found that yet, but I feel like mm-hmm. it is out there. So I, it's hard to see, like, say, I want to be loved the same way my mom likes to be loved because it's all just very different. I would say I think my parents tried to instill some, like, love stuff throughout the years. Now, was I listening, paying attention? That's a whole different story. Um, I remember one time I was in the car with my dad, and I was, like, talking to a girlfriend on the phone, and I hung up, and he was like, don't talk to your girlfriend like that. I talked to your mom like that, but that's different. I don't know what I was talking to this girl like, but apparently it was just something wild where he was like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Boy. So I think it was a little bit of that, um, but I do think a lot of it was trial and error. I mean, I've talked about it before. My parents were definitely like good parents, but I feel like they could have probably been involved more, or probably a little bit of both ways, but it is what it is. So I kind of had to do some stuff on my own and, you know, always trying to continue to learn and adjust as as you go on. Because like me and even Morgan said, like trying to figure out how people want to be loved and showing your love is always got to kind of work through that throughout the years. It's not going to be consistent and the same throughout it all. Yeah, yeah, it definitely changes. Um, I would say to those listening, don't settle for a type of love just because it might be better than your last person or like your new man or your new girl treats you better than your friend's man or girls, or they treat you better than your ex treated you. There's still a standard you've got to set for yourself and a bar you've got to want reached. So I would definitely not settle just because this new relationship or this newfound love treats you better than your last one. Like both can be trash. For real. How do you figure out like what your standard of love is? I feel like that's a very interesting concept. I think you've just got to... Trial and error. Literally trial and error. (laughs) Trial and error. And I think you've got to reason with yourself. And I'm not saying, like, you you decide you want a a thousand roses a year. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you can decide what your standard is. So whatever you deem your standard is, if a nigga's not meeting it or your shorty not meeting it, then restart. Get a new one. Someone's yeah. gonna meet it. I've literally come to this conclusion in like the past two months. I've slowly but surely have been like, I don't know why I keep wasting my time. Cause I do. And I do have standards, but it's like I always thought that maybe my standards were too high and I should settle. But I've come to real the realization that I shouldn't be settling. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be a crazy bitch and like, oh, why haven't you taken me on a vacation after two weeks? But if I want to be wine and dined every once in a while, I feel like that shouldn't be hard to ask because that's what I want. Yeah, I think it does depend on the standard. I mean, kind of devil's advocate was like, listen, sometimes you might not you might not like the package in which you're receiving your love like the person who's giving it to you might not fit the other things so it's like do you have to kind of be a little realistic about the love that you're gonna get in your life like i don't know no i don't think so i used to think yes and i've changed that over recent years probably like the last year or two and here's why there is somebody there is somebody who will treat you 
the exact way you allow and want them to, good or bad. There's niggas out there, you let them, they'll walk all over you. There's niggas out there, if you demand that they sip over you, they going to do it. So if that's truly what you desire, I say stick to your guns and wait till you find that person because they out there. Right. There's always going to be someone. You just have to kind of wait sometimes to find them. Question is, how long do you wait? That's Man, cool. at this point, you- I'm waiting. I'm so sick of these niggas. Don't talk to me. I'm getting ready for hot girl summer, and if I don't find my man before then, then so be it. What happened to that last man, by the way, the Valentine's guy, for real? He's just so annoying. Oh, um, you not shit like I said from the start? What the fuck? I just, okay, he gets mad at me because I'm not on FaceTime with him all the time. Like, why do I have to be on the phone, or even just on the phone? Like if I'm not even on the phone type of girl, and I feel That's like the love he wants, and you're not giving it to him. I know, so it's just like move on, because I'm not with. You tell it. him you're done then. We, I did. Well, there you go. Yeah, no, I told him I was over it. Because <laughs> uh, ill. I have ADHD too. So first of all, if I'm gonna be on the phone with you, then I'm not gonna get anything done. And I literally told him that, and he was like, well, I just don't understand. Like, what are you not understanding? Seems like he just wants to talk and communicate with you, but you just weren't ready to have the conversation. Yeah, whatever. If we're on the phone for three hours and you still want more, like... Three hours? What the fuck? What adult adult has three hours of just sit on the phone and talk to you time? Right. The same guy that was staying at her house like three days a week? I told you it was moving too fast. It was doing too much, but niggas did not want to believe me. <laughs> now, yeah. he's, now he's annoying because he went all in. You loved that a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Oops. That's just so me too, Also, I, I always like a guy, and then I'm like, ugh, after like two weeks. I don't know if you're ready for love. I'll be honest with you. I know. That's why I want to get my shit together. I'm going to yeah. wait. Like, obviously, I was settling with him. And no. I shouldn't have, because I'm not ready for love. If I if I was ready, I wouldn't have settled. So I'm just not settling anymore. I am taking a break from men again. Cap. <laughs> no, this time I'm abstinent. Okay, let's mark it. Cap. March sixth, two thousand twenty-three. We'll we'll see how long it lasts. Those never end well for you. The last time we did that didn't end well. I think last week was the week we were supposed to follow up on your relationship status, and we did this week, and it didn't end up well for you. Okay, but the sex one, that lasted pretty well. It lasted lasted like 40 days. No, it was from like before my birthday, August 28th. So it was like probably August 20th till like December. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I think the problem in 2023, again, we know like there's a whole world of different people and people identify and characterize and all this shit as just different things. Um, realistic is very subjective. So what may seem realistic to me and you and maybe even Morgan on a good day might seem like outrageous to the next person. That's fair. What does that like, mean? If you tell a nigga, like, it's subjective. If you tell somebody that, like, hey, you shouldn't be beating your shawty, to some niggas who grew up watching their moms getting beat, who got sisters who get beat, who done beat all their girlfriends, that is not realistic to them. They think, hey, yo, like, I got a beater. And that's just how crazy the world is. There's so many different people with so many different, like, perspectives it's hard to say like what is and isn't realistic because it's going to change person to person. I that's love how you always example. choose the violent examples. Okay. My I, I, I know I was, I was going to say like some females, it depends on maybe how rich their man is. Some man can spoil a girl and like fly her out to Milan and take her on a shopping spree and blah, 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 blah. But another girl's guy can't afford that. And, all he can do is take her to Applebee's. There's just, you have to be realistic also in those aspects. Like maybe he can't do all that. That's facts. We talked about that last week. And then I sent you that clip of that girl who was like, guys that are like 23 to 27, like if you have time to go on dates with me, like that's a problem. Like you should be in the office grinding the whole time. So there's a whole, there's a whole different fucking standard out there. Yeah, no, I actually just seen somebody talk about something like that today. She was like, I don't want no husband who con- who only works eight hours. My man worked 12 to 16 every day. If you only work eight hours a day, I don't want you. And I was like, are you serious, bitch? Oh, my God. I want my man to work like four hours and still be able to take me to Milan. No, nah, that's not hard. work. You've got soft hands, brother. <laughs> I don't care if he doesn't work hard, but he gets paid. Bro, the the whole mindset of like I want my man to work twelve to sixteen hours is so crazy to me. Cause then you know what it is? That's like cute right now, right? And then like you get married and then it's like, well, he's never home. We never get any quality time together. It's like, bitch, I'm working sixteen hours. That video made me so sick. It also reminds me of like everybody hates Chris. When the mom used to be like, My man's got two jobs. Like, I don't want my man to have two jobs. Work smarter, not harder, man. Get paid as much as you can. That's, that's for as thing. little work as possible. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Great first topic, guys. We're feeling good right now. Uh, let's get into this other question that we have. What is, and specifically, American white people's culture? I was trying to do some <laughs> research on this. I went down a rabbit hole. There's a lot of like opinion pieces. Where, but it was all around like, you know, when the height of Black Lives Matter. So I feel like they were just skewed to not exactly what I was looking for. If I'm being honest, Morgan can speak better on this probably because ah, he's you. fucking white. But um, fuck you. Just, I don't know. I've asked, I've asked, I've watched, I've looked. I don't know. I don't know like what the food types they eat that they can claim as their culture. Hot dogs. <laughs> What the fuck? Stop Some it. glizzies. No, no, hold on, hold on. I, I was food. looking this up, and someone wrote a piece about it, and they were like, not from here. They were British, and they were like, what do white people eat? 
vegetables? What do they drink? Alcohol? What do they like to do for fun? Arts? And I was like, what the fuck is this article, dude? That might be accurate. Because, like, I'm still trying to think. Like, I don't know, like, what clothing style is theirs. I don't know what food is, like, culturally theirs. I don't know, like, what, like, fucking slang them niggas have. Who the fuck is calling me? My bad. Okay, well, also, I really... This is the first time I heard the question, and I can't think of anything. But I can't think of hot dogs and, like, basic-ass french fries with no seasoning. I had two thought processes on this. I think one is usually people adopt a culture like, hey, I'm Italian or Irish or, like, European, like, stuff like that. Or they claim the area in which they're either from or grew up or live in. So like I'm Southern, I'm like Midwestern, like that's where they kind of go. Those are the roots that you have. I was not thinking that. I was thinking of like white people as a whole. I feel like the issue is like, (laughs) I don't know if like white people as a whole have a culture. (laughs) Into more subcultures than like, white people exactly do this because it's just it wouldn't be the same like yeah an american southern person who grew up in the south compared to like in new york are very different vibes of culture yeah i sort of feel like i don't know maybe i was just like racist right there wait what was racist (laughs) uh grouping all white people as a whole for as part of their traditions and shit Oh, I don't think they got it for real. That's just, like, I, what the fuck? I don't think they have any. I think real... you just missed what Eric just said. Oh, I did. I was on the phone, but what I, I, I missed that. But I'm saying I don't think white people as a whole have culture. And the reason I'm piggybacking on that is like every white person I know goes out their way to tell you like what brand of white they are. Like I'm Italian. Yep. Or I'm like PA Dutch or fucking what there's fucking Italian Dutch shit. There's another one I was talking about earlier. Yeah, that's that's where I said where I was like, it's usually probably like a subculture of like, oh, I'm Irish or Italian or Irish. Yeah. It's more like, hey, I'm like from the US, like I'm from the South or the Midwest or like Northeast, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and I was saying I felt racist because I was just putting them all as in one, and I I was saying I couldn't think of anything. They pretty much all the same for real. Yeah, I was I was really trying to figure it out. Um, I came across this dude who made a video about white culture. Very interesting. He kind of seems like I don't know how to describe this guy because it would be like a like hardcore white American like but Andrew Tate version kind of mix. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about it and he was like, white people have culture. Like it's like European. We work, we build shit, like we pay taxes. And then I was like, it took a weird turn where he started talking about the South. Then he made an interesting thing. One I kind of thought about wanted to run by you. He was like, there's like Americans and there's like white liberal culture. I was like, I didn't really consider like the political aspect of that, but I feel like that is like low key kind of a factor also. I- I do think that factors into it. I think, yeah. I think like liberal versus conservative slash dim first republic, whatever you want to call it. I do think that they try to live different than each other so they can like bash the other when all in all, it's pretty much the same culture still. Because I was trying to think about like, 
white culture like i don't know if i could say it but like would you say like black culture like there's so many different types of black like you, oh, yeah. you just put it into one like little nest or like pot of it like same thing like hispanics or like asians like there's just way different avenues there's so many different types of black but we could still give you like black culture in a nutshell if i had to say like five things i could give you five things that like probably most black people could relate to if i had to do that for white black people like fucking we'll say rapper r&b soul food fucking racism because they dealt with it shit like that if i had to do that for white people nepo babies um <laughs> boiled uh bad food like all of those things are their culture but don't let the Italians come in because they're going to let you know they can cook because they're Italian. So they're distancing themselves from American white culture anyway. Yeah, I don't I really don't know if I think it's more you would break it down into subsections because I don't know if you could just say white people because you could be like, like you said, like spoiled or rich. And then it's like, nah, but then you have like people growing up in like low income, like trailer park. And it's like, well, does that really work? You know, could you say NASCAR? Oh, oh my God. Like Hicks? See, but then that's only one subsection. You're not yeah. going to have like a lot of fucking white people in the Northeast talking about they, how much they love NASCAR. Um, West Virginia. That's not the Northeast, nigga. I feel like it's it like sort of is. Mm, yeah, you got niggas in Boston pissed off with that statement. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, Boston. Boston whites are very different. Boston whites do try to be different. I will say that. Yeah, I think if we're going white American and we're going to exclude like whatever percentage of, you know, someone's like, oh, I'm 27% Italian, this, this, this. If we're removing that part, I think it's probably more where you grew up. I think that would be your culture, but yeah. it's not going to be the same across the U.S. It's probably, you're probably right. It is probably where you grow up, but. Culture and them, color. Bad food all belongs to all of them. What about barbecue? That is not white people. I don't oh, eat white smokers? people barbecue. Like the Midwest, like all that Kansas City barbecue they do and shit. Yeah, the barbecue places I go be niggas. Mm. I'm not eating no white man's barbecue. I did. Had some great barbecue. Yeah. They, they they just make it so fattening though. Who, niggas? No, I mean definitely, but white people, like they put like extra, extra, extra sh- like diabetes sugar and butter and that shit i know black people do too but i feel like it's at almost like sort of a healthier rate than when white people do it Mm, interesting that's an interesting take (laughs) i like it though yeah uh all right let's see what else do we have on the docket today this one's an interesting one um could you stay with someone after an egregious at-fault incident or after they put you in what you would consider harm's way? So this would be someone that you're dating, clearly. Yeah, dating or married. I'll give you a little context. Okay. I was reading a Reddit story. Um, nigga got in a car crash because he was on his phone while driving on the highway. So he, like, broke her neck, went through, like, eight months of recovery after the surgeries and shit. Face is not the same face it used to be, but it's close. And she was like, would it be vain for me to leave him because he's the reason I went through any of this? And I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, like. Fuck no. Accidents happen. 
accidents happen and we can admit accidents happen. But at some point, like you made this accident more accessible. You increased my likelihood of this accident. No, first of all, if anyone ever got into an accident because they were texting while I was in the car, I would never talk to them again. I'm such an advocate about not being on your phone while you're driving. Especially me. Fuck no. You're going to get in a crash too? Hell no. I'll fuck you up if you're not already fucked up. Mm. And if I get injured, I yeah, just don't speak to me ever again. And that's like friend as well, not just significant other? Yeah, no, anyone. No one no one can ever text and drive or be on the phone with me. I don't even like if you're on the phone and you're driving me. You should what not be distracted. You, what if it's a different type of at fault? Let's say for whatever reason you're getting the leaves out your gutter and the nigga's holding the ladder. And like for some reason he turned, not paying attention, wind blow, you fall off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> um that would be pretty crazy. I, that I feel like you would just have to have time without that person in your life. Like maybe forgive them, but be like, I'm not gonna fuck with you for a bit. Like I just need some space. Cause how are you that reckless? And also yeah. it depends on what they were distracted about. See, and that's kind of where my thought came to when I was reading that John while I was listening to it. And I was like, as much as I want to forgive somebody, and as much as you could be the love of my life or somebody who's been there for me forever. Like if the reason I'm hurt is 1000% your fault. Like if you were doing something better, there's no chance I would have been hurt. I don't know. Like we might be toast. Yeah. Especially cause it's like, it'd be one thing if, I mean the car one, like the texting I'd be pissed about, especially like if it alters your life, like in any yeah. way, I don't even know if you could really look by it. Like, I think it would just always be in the back of your mind. Like, they're not driving again. If I'm in the car, like, you're not driving. That's it. It's over. Yeah. And then I feel like I'd become a passenger, a backseat driver. And, like, I would have every right to because you almost killed me once, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. At fault. Uh, I mean, we didn't we talk about this before where, like, if your part, like, if you got in an accident and like your partner was like seriously injured, like, could you leave them or like, is that bad? I feel like that's kind of in the same vein of that. We did talk about that before. The only difference now is this time it's your partner's fault. They hurt you. That's just as bad. A nigga being the reason I got hurt is just as bad as a nigga fucking taking a gun and shooting me himself. Especially if it's a serious injury, like I break my back or some shit, or now I'm out of work for weeks, months at a time because of you, like, be for real. Would you guys take it one step farther? Would you sue this person? Yeah, if it was something really stupid. If it affected your, like, actual way to live life, like, you could definitely sue and you would definitely, I feel like you would win. You would win, but you would lose all at the same time because you've lost this person forever. You lost a friend who, like, paid attention to a cute dog walking by rather than holding up your ladder. Yeah. I mean, you're probably already getting rid of them out of your life anyway, so you might as well get a little bit of money yeah, out of it. It's probably a win-win, honestly, now that I think about it. Because, like, and literally unless he was looking to see a child in the street and a car was coming and he was like, oh my god, I gotta save him. And then I fucking died. Like, what the fuck are you getting distracted for? Because you knew 
when you were holding me up on this ladder that you had to be very precautious. So, like, let, me, let me ask you this. I'm going to take it further. Yeah. Let's say it's your kid who got killed and like their friend was driving and texting. Would you ever forgive that kid and would I'd you try to press kill. charges against that? Wait, so uh, your your kid's the passenger and like their friends driving texting they get in an accident your kid gets killed could you forgive the driver and would you press any charges against the driver press any charges and take him to jail my kid gets killed by his friend mm-hmm. it depends it depends on the level of relationship i have with this kid god dog if it's say um if this is like one of his close friends who's had like sleepovers, I've watched him grow up. He's always around the house type thing. I might not press charges. I'll never see him or talk to him again, but I'm probably not pressing charges. But if this just like one of the people he'd be kind of hanging out with, I don't really know the kid or his family, probably pressing charges. I don't know because I feel like it tends to happen where people actually go and sue those families, which makes sense because you have to, I mean, not saying that a child has much to offer, but, you know, they're also your child and you have to pay for their funeral expenses. That's a lot. And if you're, let's say you're not a wealthy family, you want to give them a proper burial. You're not going to sue that child who was responsible for your child's death. (sighs) That gets tricky because how does that work? Are you suing the child or are you suing his parents in that sense? Both. If that's the case, can I sue parents for their child's doing? Because he's what, like 16, 17? You might be able to try him as an adult. Even if you try him as an adult, he don't got no bread. So, like, what's the move there? Yeah, it might come out of the parents. I don't know how that would work. Maybe it could be like if they're they're like the technical owners of the car, but then you can, yeah, probably that way. I'd have to think about that. I more. feel like if you're probably younger than 18. Maybe your parents would have to pay just because you're a guardian. Yeah. If you weren't able to. Yeah, probably. Um And if know. you were eighteen or older, then I guess you would just be fucked for the rest of your life. You also, if you killed someone, who knows like if you're going to jail or not too. Could get some jail time. Civil suits are always tricky and I find it hilarious because like it's hard for you to ever get that money that a judge awards you anyway. Um, but I seen something a while back, probably like a year ago on TikTok, and the lady was explaining how and why people were on her head because they're like, you don't have life insurance for your kids, which gets tricky on its own. Because I don't know as a, I don't know as a parent if you take life insurance out on your kids, just like a kid who has a regular life. So that I'm not a thousand percent sure on. She didn't have life insurance, but she did say that um. She was suing his parent. It was something that happened that had taken place. It was with an adult. I think he might have been killed by a drunk driver, like an adult or whatever. And she was suing them for his earning potential. And he was like a sophomore in college. What is y'all thoughts on that? Because I feel like if you sue somebody for a dead person's earning potential, now we're getting into like weird territory. I feel like it's kind of in the same vein as when you get, if you were falsely in prison and you were released from jail and they pay you out for your potential earning potential that you missed throughout the years you were in jail. It's 
kind of the same vein. I don't know if you'll win it by any means. Um, damn, that's wild. Cause then you're trying to think about how long your kid would live, what their potential is. And like, if they're going to, what they're getting into. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, it's how do you gauge somebody's earning potential? Wait, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that story? Got you. Yeah. Shorty's kid had died. He was like a sophomore or something in college. He had died at the hands of a drunk driver and she was suing that driver. Or it might not even be a drunk driver. She had died at the hands of a driver and she was suing them for her kid's future earning potential. Oh. And me and Eric were just saying, like, how do you like decide as a judge how much to grant that mother? Cause like, what the fuck is somebody's earning potential? Was he like an athlete or something? No, this was a regular nigga. Yeah, I well, not a regular nigga. That's still somebody's dead kid. But like, he was just a person. I guess you would just have to look at the average person from that area and see what they make. I don't know. You could, I mean, you could think maybe, but oh, they're a sophomore. I mean, maybe they declared. Who knows if they're going to stay in that career? That's There's a lot of semantics. There might be like a formula based on that, but I still don't know. Like, I don't know. Who's to say he's going to be a good worker? He could get fired routinely. Like, I might have to look moms in the eye and let them know, like, nah, your son was in shit for real. You getting two hundred dollars? I, I think like I think you could at least get a like at least a hundred thousand or two hundred. I don't know. <laughs> niggas, niggas die every day. Like we don't even know if he was gonna make it. To, to I know. Honestly, I feel like if that were to happen to me, and my parents tried to sue for that, they the judge would be like, "Uh, we'll give you a good uh five k." <laughs> Sounds about right. It makes sense. We're good with that. Yeah, they'd be like, we'll take it. Yeah, my also thought process is like, legally, like, I guess she can sue for it, but like, she would never get that money. Like, he would have worked for it. So it's kind of like, what's the point of that, you know? Who was the guy who was driving that killed him? Um, I think it was a woman who killed him. Mm. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think it was drunk. But again, this was like a year ago I seen this. I don't think he was drunk, though. I just think it was like a, involuntary manslaughter and she sued because the person didn't get any criminal time so like they didn't get any time behind bars they did get a lot of um community service or bullshit and like that wasn't enough to please her so then she tried to pursue civil suit and she was suing for his future earnings yeah well i'm assuming then the girl wasn't drunk then or under the influence and here's another issue when you sue on the behalf of somebody's future potential earnings, whatever, why the fuck? Why is that allowed? Because, like, I could get, like, maybe a husband, spouse, y'all got kids. This is what they were going to provide for your family. This is your son. This would have been his bread. The bread was never going to come to you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, unless you have, like, him on tape being like, Mom, when I make it to the NFL, everything I've got is going to you. Like. Even that, I'd be like, okay, he was a kid. I mean, that's probably why she went civil, because one, it's a civil lawsuit, but two, you can kind of just throw it out there and see what the fuck happens. I yeah. doubt she got it. I would be shocked if she did. Yeah, Ezra, did you do any follow-up on this case? No, that was like forever ago. I just read it and I thought it was interesting. I'm going to look it up. Try to find it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, it's a hard place to find something when you leave it. 
Yeah, and that's such a like a general thing. It, the odds that you find that, I don't know. Uh, let's talk about this though. This one's interesting. I I don't know about this. Do you think you've ever been a victim of moral injury? For people who don't know what a moral injury is, like myself, uh, Ezra provided this for us. Moral injury is when one feels they have violated their moral compass when they take part in, witness, or fail to prevent an act that disobeys their own moral values or personal principles. Yes. I'm trying to stay away because Morgan claims I only go violent in these stories, but I don't give a fuck. I think I have. Um, I knew a nigga in college that was kind of our boy, kind of wasn't our boy. We kind of knew he hit his girl, but we didn't know for certain until I met his girl and she was around us and just like completely shy, didn't talk, none of that. And then it all added up. I think I turned a blind eye to that. I have also, I think, turned a blind eye to cheaters cheating before. Mm -hmm. So I think twice, at least I've had at least two occurrences of um, moral injury, I think. And it was like, it's not my business. That's what it came down to. And I feel like it'll apply to that for a lot of people who think they've fallen in that category. It's probably like they was just trying to mind their business and didn't want to get involved in like too much. Um, I always speak up and speak my mind, so I just can't relate. That is fucking cap, nigga. It's not. That's fucking super cap. I feel like I insert myself even if I don't have to. So you're telling me you don't think ever in your life you were a victim of moral injury? Of moral injury? You've never been the other girl? Not by choice. (laughs) Oh my God, stop it. (laughs) Okay, but how is that my fault if I didn't even know she existed? Okay, um, the definition. When one feels they have violated their moral compass. I didn't violate my moral compass because I didn't do anything wrong in my mind. Take part in, witness, or fail to prevent an act that disobeys their own values or personal principles. You're telling me one of the meanest people I know wasn't a mean girl and didn't watch other girls be mean to people and you just minded your business? Be for real. That's not true. I know you still buy and watch bullying take place. I don't. That or you were the bully. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> mm, that sounds like a bully. I'm trying to think of other instances I know. I'm always nice. Shut up. I'm just not nice to you. Have you ever have you ever seen somebody steal? You got all these hot girl friends from before hot girl was even a thing from high school up. You never knew a friend who was stealing and just minded your business? First of all, everyone in my high school was pretty well off and they didn't need to steal. Rich people steal just for the fun of it. Yeah, the but yeah, they love the thrill. I know, but not my friends. I don't know. That's cap. Not that I saw. I literally the girls that I hung out with, they were super like good girls, super really like literally that didn't happen. I feel like I was probably around some people who stole in like middle school or high school. I stole in elementary school. Mm. Definitely. So I, had a, I had a little um, a little shop, me and my friend Johnny. We would steal from the school store 
And then we'd sell like everything in class and get like some quarters off of it. So you were <laughs> be for real. He's a perpetrator of moral injury, dude. Yeah, like what? <laughs> okay, that was forever ago, though. You don't think your lies or you've watched somebody lie to somebody? Um, it's honest. I feel like most of my friends are pretty upfront. You just got an upstanding group of friends. No, I feel like we all just tell people how it is. And that's not true. If people don't want to listen, then that's their fault. That alone could be that alone could be you witnessing moral in, moral injury. You watching somebody just tell people how it is. Like I'm sure they weren't doing this in the politest, nicest manner to begin with. What's to say what is polite? It's subjective. You're right. It is. The same way you turned a blind eye to all of this. (laughs) My question is, where is the line between when you're like, quote unquote, telling it how it is or like being confrontational and like you being like a bitch or like a shitty human being? Your intention behind it? Hell no. Your intention is always bad. Anybody who says, I'm going to tell them how it is. There was no good intention there. The good intention would be, I'm going to reason with them so they can see my point of view. That's good intent. No. Okay. So when that girl came and called my phone, I could have had bad intention and been like, I don't know, some other type of shit. But I listened to her and she asked me what she wanted to ask me. And I told her as an honest woman. What do you mean as an honest woman? Like, I could have been lying and been shady, but I I wasn't. Well, why? You already had her made. <laughs> you, you already took what mattered most to her life. <laughs> hey, kids, a dead son. Oh, my God. Okay, but I didn't know that. <laughs> I gotta do some research. Uh... <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get into top five. This is a great one. Was this on the list, Ezra, or just, was this off the top of your head? Oh, no, that was on the list. It was probably something you said anyway. Uh, This one's a good one. Um, Check our TikTok and Instagram, by the way. We got something new popping up for the top fives, in case you guys are uh, listening, curious. Check that out for sure. Um, This week, top five artists we grew up on. I was thinking about this a lot. I was going to ask for a definition of what we consider grew up on and how late that goes, but I decided don't ask, let it play, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree. Um I'll give you all a list here. Top five in this exact order. One didn't make the cut. It's going to be an honorable mention of all time, but I'll get there in a second. Number one, Lil Wayne. Anybody who grew up when we grew up and doesn't have Lil Wayne on their list, I immediately have questions for. Number two, T.I. Like, be for real. T.I. is T.I. Three is where he gets dicey to some people, but he was big to me. I was always listening to Lupe Fiasco. To this day, I'll get in like a Lupe Fiasco mood and listen to it for like two or three days. Four is Akon. Just be for real. He's a goat. And then five, Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa had a run from like ninth grade to like freshman year of college that was just unreal. And that's when we had cars and kebab shit. That's the only thing I was playing. It was Taylor Gang or Die. It's a strong list there. Truly. That shit went crazy. 
number one, I have to agree, Little Wayne. I mean, that man, that man was just all over the place, dropping everything, mixtapes, albums, whatever he did. It was fire, and there were bangers all throughout it. Um, number two, I also have to agree, dude. I was a massive and still am a massive Lupe Fiasco fan, dude. His album, The Cool, was definitely a run through. Food and Liquor was fantastic. His wordplay, insane, dude. I, some of my favorite albums of all time, for sure. Um, three, this is a personal one. I was a massive Childish Gambino fan, so I had to throw him on the list. Mm. All of his mixtapes and albums, man. I don't like his later stuff. I kind of just want like one more rap album where he just goes crazy with the wordplay, but I don't think we're ever going to get that. Probably not. Um, number four for me, Kid Cudi, dude. Man on the Moon and Man on the Moon 2, such good albums. I was listening to them before we started, and I was like, I think I just have to put him on the fucking list now. Um, number three, I'm going to go with Fallout Boy. I just wanted to put a little, um, a little bit, a little bit of something different onto the list. They had some really good albums back in the day. And I will get to some honorable mentions after we get Morgan's uh, top five list. Okay. Whew, this was a last minute list, but okay. One, Beyonce. I'm not even the hugest Beyonce fan at this point, but growing up, Beyonce was the shit. Two, Chris Brown. Three, Trey Stone. Hold on, I just have to ask, were you a supporter after he beat Rihanna? Of course he was. <laughs> no, notes. no comment. Um, three, Trey songs. Four, Sierra. And five, I'm going to go Mac Miller. I'm not mad at Mac Miller because Mac Miller also had that like exact same buzz that Wiz Khalifa did. You couldn't like not listen to him at that time. I feel like um, also Lupe Fiasco. Like, yeah. Lupe went crazy. I've, <laughs> I've got probably my most extensive audible mention ever. I've got a whole backup five for Ooh. honorable mentions. All right, give me two. Yeah. Uh, you did already say it, but Kid Cudi was my number six. Love Kid. Like, Kid Cudi went crazy. Seven, B.O.B. Fucking B.O.B. was so underrated. He used to fucking snap. I used to shake my butt so hard to him or them. There's there's no butt there, but anyway. <laughs> eight was Fantasia because, like, I had to listen to some soul every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I can't be from fucking DMV and not say Wale. Like, be for Ooh, real. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wale. Wale. Wale went crazy. And then I have to end with ASAP Rocky. ASAP Rocky used to go crazy. That's true. Some of the ones I was thinking of, um, Logic. Definitely. Logic had a good run there. Kanye. Um, um, that's my honorable yeah. mention. Kanye could be on there for sure. Oh, for sure. I, I, uh, Wiz is definitely honorable mention. I wasn't as big into Wiz as uh, other people were. Um, I was a big like Odd Future Child of the Creator fan for a while. Um, oh, okay, I'm going to go say Jay-Z and Rihanna. What the fuck? <laughs> Rihanna for sure, but you were listening to Jay-Z? Yes. Yeah. I've never heard anybody say they listen to Jay-Z. You must be his one fan. <laughs> like, back in the day? I listened to him and him and Kanye were, like, brothers, you know? Mm. Dude, don't, let's not forget that Chitty Bang had a little run there for, like, a year or two. Who? Chitty Bang? Who was it? Dude, you missed out. 
They had a show. I'm pretty sure they had a show on like um, fucking MTV or something. Can we say Drake back when we were young, young? You could definitely say Drake. Like middle school times. What was that song? Uh, with Drake, uh, Nicki Minaj. I could make your bed rock. Oh. Yeah. Oh, like bedrock? Yeah, yeah. bedrock. <laughs> <laughs> that era was crazy. So you're a big fan I'm not going to lie. I thought about Drake making the honorable mentions, but I was like, I didn't really listen to Drake until like college for real. Yeah. Uh, my last one probably would have been Paramore. They had a really good couple albums there. Linkin Park. ASAP was a good one. That was definitely a strong one. Yeah, for real. And Wale, too. I've heard Wale also, dude. His mixtapes, when they dropped, were insane. Avril Lavigne. Are you just naming names now? <laughs> no, these are all people I loved. Britney Spears. <laughs> Yo, like, I would never want to share earphones with you. Because that was a thing. <laughs> I used to go to sleep to one of Britney Spears' albums. It was, it was play on our, like, CD <laughs> player. Yeah. You're a sociopath. <laughs> you haven't shaved your head yet. Dude. I did cut it short once, but. Were you trying to look like Rihanna or was that something else? I was just trying to save my hair. Mm. Be like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a strong honorable mention. I feel like I want to like make another graphic just for the honorable mentions for this one. Might need to. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up and do some music and TV recommendations. Um, music wise, I was listening to a lot of "Lean Back" by the Terror Squad. Don't know why, but it's been going crazy what? on the playlist. It's been going crazy on the playlist. <laughs> and then TV wise, I probably just shout out uh, the YouTube channel Cut. Because I've been watching like so many of their like dating shows. I love them. Can't get over lean back, dude. Fat <laughs> Joe, Remy Ma, in the Terror Squad. Um, music wise, I'm gonna go with the song "Too Many Tattoos" by Pretty Jane and the Magazines. I just came across some like Instagram reel of their song. Checked it out. It was actually pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, TV wise, what the fuck were we watching? Oh, I've been watching How I Met Your Father season two. It's out on Hulu. Pretty good. I'm I'm enjoying being back in the universe again. It's definitely not how I met your mother, but it's not bad for what it is. Hillary Duff still got it. She does. Mm. For music, the new album Gumbo by Young Nudie. TV. There's just so many options. Um, I guess I'll say Friday Night Lights again. You're rewatching it. Yeah, I'm on season three now. I think I've never watched Friday Night Lights. You said you've never watched? I don't think so. You know what pisses me off? Ezra, have you seen it? Of course, I've seen it like ten times. Yeah, okay. So you know how Landry gets... He kills that guy for Tyrant? Spoilers, dude. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, you should have seen it. Was, it's like 20 oh, years old. Yeah, no, no. Um... <laughs> And he, they're freaked out about telling the cops that he killed him. And it's like, bro, just tell him that he was about to rape your girlfriend. I just don't, yeah. I just don't understand it. But, it should have been the go-to from the start. Yeah. But Tyra's like, no. 
But that's that's the only thing I just really had to get off my chest. It really pissed me off again. I've got a quick post topic. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking because Creed Three is now now, and then she just mentioned Friday Night Lights, what made me think Michael B. Jordan. That is the first thing I saw him in. Mm-hmm. What do y'all think of Michael B. as an actor? Because for whatever reason, people don't think he can act. And I don't understand where this is coming from. Bro, have they seen Fruitville Station? That's what I'm saying. Fucking Fruitville Station, first off. Fucking he's great in Just Mercy when it's him and Jamie Foxx and he's his lawyer. Like, he can act. He was I think it's in, his um, face. Black Panther, too. Is his Gilmore. face bad for acting? What? I Jamie think, it, no. I th- he is, of course. Um, no one's saying that he's not. I I just think it's like they can't get past his face. Honestly, I don't know. What is, what is this get past his face thing though? Is it he's so handsome people can't take his acting seriously? Yeah, like it's just like Michael B. Jordan. Like they just associate him with a pretty face and not really an actor. But honestly, that's how he came to everyone's faces is because he was an actor. True. Yeah, and they didn't know him before he was this like super handsome. Yeah, I remember awkward Friday night like Michael B. For real. Did you see Creed three yet? I have not. Um, I want to soon though. Yeah, I'm trying to get Anna to watch Creed one and two. It's on HBO. What the fuck? <laughs> she ain't seen one and two. No, she doesn't. I have Sports stuff though. You haven't like, seen it's not, one and two. It's not a sports thing. Like it's different. No. Yeah, that's a life thing. So that's that's the goal because I want to see it looks good and fucking Jonathan Majors has been killing it recently. So I didn't know who he was until like right now, but yeah, people say great things about him. Yeah, he's a good, he's a great actor, dude. So I, that's why I'm really excited to see that. Um, so the real ones that were listening, we just got our Michael B. Jordan breakdown for the postcast. Um, and I think we're gonna wrap this podcast up. So thank you for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Porsche Talk No A. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review on Spotify. Share the podcast with a friend. Really appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace.